2: Get Cox
3: Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Entercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi. And every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. All
4: <laughs> You're
3: on the crazy train.
4: All
3: <laughs> Welcome to the Skipper Bud's cutting edge outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
5: Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. I'm Tom Newbauer, He's Dan Bush. Sam Schmidt's on the board. And, uh, yeah, I apologize for missing last week. Had the flu, but now I feel uh, 100% better. Anyway, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live, and we invite you to join the show with us by calling with your questions or comments at 414 414- 799 1250. That's 799 1250. Or you can always email us live at uh, the Smokey's inbox, which is Guys at yahoo.com. Well, Danny, I, I have some emails that came in uh, after the show two weeks ago. All right. So,
2: okay. Here Shoot. you go.
5: It says, Hey, guys, love the show and listen on my way. This is, by the way, this is from James. I listen on my way to work, even though I don't hunt or fish anymore. I figured you might be a good source for this. My mom's husband passed away last summer, and now it's time to address his taxidermy. Uh, He has about 12 items we would like to try and sell. I do eBay, but some things are just too much to deal with. I'll attach a few pics and see what you think. Uh, I do have all the photos. So if you have any needs for your man cave, hunting lodges, taverns, or gifts, let me know. Uh, we'd like to make a few bucks, but more important, find a new home for them. But anyway, um, the thing is, I, Jim uh, didn't leave a phone number. I emailed him and said, you got to leave me a phone number so that if I can give it out over the air in case somebody's interested. They can call you. Well, maybe he just wants to give his email out. Uh, I don't know if he does. See, I'd want to find out from him.
2: Right. You See, know? A lot of people might be more comfortable giving their email out okay. as opposed to. Yeah. Right. Uh, you're right. Well, it tell you
5: what, anybody's inter- interested uh or if, I got his email.
2: Or if he's listening, you know, like if somebody emails us and says, "Hey, I'm interested in a uh, perch mount or whatever." <laughs> I he, think these are all animals, yeah. These are all animals. Birds and animals. You know yeah. when he first said that that Who who he said his father passed away, the mom's husband must have been his stepdad. Mom's husband passed away, and now he was interested in taxidermy. At first, I I, it hit me wrong. I'm like, Uh, he's glad he's talking about the animals to give away. Oh,
4: (laughs) and I heard now we're looking for a taxidermy,
2: okay? Yeah, so, um, well, you know, here's the thing there will, there are places. If you've ever gone to, I was at the state fair years ago, Mm -hmm. and they were selling like bear rugs and stuff, some Mm -hmm. crappy old ones, and they were Mm -hmm. like six, seven hundred bucks. I mean, old taxidermy. um, You can sell some of this stuff. Yeah. If if there's a bar up north that wants to put a big muskie on the wall or something, so I would think that uh, perhaps he could sell it. Gordy, I sold some of my taxidermy to Gordy over the years. Of course, those were fish he wanted. Yeah.
5: Well, we got a few more here. This is from Tex on the Tex in the big rig. He says, uh, "I didn't know uh, where you're getting." He says, "I don't know where you're getting it, where you're getting your information from on Lake Winnebago. Still has a five walleye limit, and uh, battle on Bagos still has not been canceled. So, okay. But here's the thing. Okay, Tex, this this is. I wish I could have said this to you last week, but You know where I got that fight? Okay, they've been talking about the three walleye limit on Winnebago all all last year, right? All of 2019. And in my head, oftentimes I'm still on the 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 uh, what do you call it? The license schedule, January 1st till December 31st. You know how it used to be, beginning of the year. You know that's how we used to buy our licenses, and then they changed it to April 1st. So sometimes I forget. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's April 1st. So that three fish limit starts in April. <laughs> it starts later. It starts with the, the new license season. Okay. So that's yeah. why you thought so that's that why it was he said going into effect with the yeah, new season. Yeah, there's still a,
2: a five fish limit. And then. Thanks, Dax, for straightening us out here. Yeah. That's lem- why you always got to read the regulations yourself. Yeah,
5: that's true. Instead of listening online, to other don't, people, yeah, don't listen to other people. Okay, and here's another one. This one is from Ken. This is what Ken writes: Hey Tom, not in today. Missed the first ten minutes. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to let me let me know that I wasn't in, and that he missed the first ten minutes. Oh, sorry about that, Ken. Okay. And, and, okay so okay. You can and, go back and like Okay, here's one from K Dog. K Dog says What do you
2: got? A bunch of rappers listening yeah. to us now.
5: <laughs> hey CEO guys, this is from Kevin. Thanks for remembering me for the horn segment. I would have called out called but was in the meeting. It's been great show so far today. Can't wait for the second hour. I'll try to call next week. And I have a question for you guys. If you've ever been like two and a half hours north of Green Bay, there's a town called Amberg, and there was a restaurant called Pike Pioneer. Just wonder if you ever stopped there because my grandma opened
2: it. Okay. Don't Pike think, Pioneer. Don't th- I've been through that area, but yeah, I, I, have can't, too. I can't say Pike Pioneer. The old, another little uh, restaurant, because we got on that subject of nice little memorable places when you go up to northern Wisconsin. We used to stop at a place, and I think it was called Yancey's, on the way up to Mountain with my dad. Yancey's. Okay. And I think, I'm trying to think what town it was by. I want to say Gillette. Maybe I'm wrong. If any of our listeners ever heard of a place called Yancey's, give us a
5: call. And you pronounced that correctly, that town, Gillette. A lot of people call it Gillette. But the people up there get offended. They said, "No,
2: it's Gillette." Yeah. Well, just like it's Green Bay and not Green Bay, it's Green Bay. Yeah, of course, it's Green, it's Green Bay. Bay. Well, but if you ever hear like Don Meredith and some of those guys say, "When I went up to Green Bay," they'll say Green Bay. Oh, they or put the Detroit. Emph- they put the emphasis on the first word. Yeah, they go okay. Detroit. Uh, they, so they don't say Detroit. They say Detroit. <laughs> when we all went up to Green Bay. Okay. Not Green Bay. Uh-huh. Yeah, you hear that. Yeah.
3: It's okay. putting the inflect yeah the
2: stress on the wrong, yeah, wrong it's on like the word. Detroit do have a good defense. <laughs> do <laughs> <laughs> I remember hearing Who somebody said that? I oh. I heard some NFL football player say that one time. You know, there was a Detroit. there was a
5: thing uh, on the Super Bowl that they played a clip that I had forgotten all about and it was hilarious. When uh, Hank Stram was hollering to, what was his quarterback's name again? Lenny. Lenny. Come on, Lenny. Lenny. He'd say,
2: Throw the ball, Lenny.
5: Keep keep matriculating down the field. <laughs> keep matriculating down
2: the field. <laughs> it's like, keep what? Matriculating. <laughs> I haven't done that since I was 15. Who wants to be a matriculator? <laughs> oh,
5: God. It was Matriculating. So, they, played, they played that clip of him on the sideline. You side heard the word holler. matriculating? That's what he said. He hollered it out. They had it on. They showed it. Yeah. He hollered to Lenny Dykes. No, not Dykstra. uh, What was it? Dawson. He hollered out. He said, Lenny Lenny Dawson.
2: Keep. Number 16. Yeah. He said,
5: keep matriculating down the field.
2: (laughs) I guess he meant keep going down the field. Buchanan was the defensive player there. The big. I think he's the defensive end. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't care. You mean you don't care? I don't care. That was a good team, that Chiefs team. I don't care about them
5: from years ago. Nah. Yeah,
2: if it weren't for old Max performing with the hangover,
5: that I know. we might have
2: lost to them. That's right. They were a good team. Yeah, Hank Stram finally did get, uh, did he matriculate <laughs> down the field and, Not enough. and, and beat the uh, beat the Minnesota Vikings? Yes,
5: of course he did. He matriculated.
2: Yeah. You know, when I think matriculators, I think <laughs> a, I think old Hank Stram. I think of there Sam. There's no better matriculator yeah. than him. Yeah, I think of Sam. Sam, Have Leave you Sam matriculated
5: alone. lately? Sam doesn't
2: even want to be here right now. I, God's sake! I totally to get plain, up I totally Leave him alone. To, uh,
4: yeah, you know, he doesn't at, even know what we're talking about. He's over there looking at the Spanish Channel or
2: the swimsuit girl of the month oh, over there. Um, so the word matriculate. So that must mean um, going down. Me, keep methodically going methodically. Yeah, methodically plotting. Yes. Uh, with Purpose Advancing. I wonder what it. Yeah, uh, uh, that sounds Is that good. it? That all right right to that you? That sounds very that sound good. Sound good? Yeah. Here, <laughs> I got it. And okay,
5: did you hear email. about this one? This one you're going to like. This is not an email. Uh, did you know that on February 8th, the Pope and Young Club convened a special panel of judges in Pennsylvania during the Great American Outdoors show for a potential Pope and Young world record black Bear. Jeff Malilos' massive bear scored 23 and 5/16 inches, and, in, and is now the world's largest bow—the largest bow harvested bear in North America. Now, do you want to take a guess on what state it came from? Pennsylvania. Close. New Jersey. I didn't know they had bear in New Jersey. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I got tons of bear. I didn't know the New Jersey. I don't
2: think of bear when I think of New Jersey. You when, know who I think of? The New Jersey Devil got in a huge yeah. fight with a black yeah. bear there years ago. It yeah. was legendary. The who? The New Jersey Devil? You haven't heard of the New Jersey Devil either? No. Where you been, dude?
5: What what is the New Jersey talking about
2: like a hockey player? He's the guy who lost. No, it's a it's a creature, man. Oh, like I know you no, know, I don't she believe know about- in creatures. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Look in the mirror lately. So, oh, but you know, as far as the bear, um, the skull thing, I guess it, it, they got no other way to really
5: measure it except yeah. for weight.
2: I like, I, for as far as I'm concerned, weight. Uh, same with whitetails. You know, here in, in the Midwest, we're all with like, oh, that's a 130. That's a 140. I'm so sick of people talking about antler size of deer uh, I like the old Benoit method, the out, the out east the method, the main method out there where they talked. The badge honor there was a buck that weighed over 200 pounds dressed. Uh, sure, they liked big racks, but they were into big, yeah. bruising, big-bodied deer, and that's how they measure their trophies. Mm. So right now, if I had the choice between a big rack and a 200-pound 200 or 250, 300-pound dressed deer, as long as it's got a decent rack, I, I want to get that big-bodied
5: buck. Uh-huh. Well, this bear weighed 700 pounds, which that's, is that's, pretty good.
2: That's good, yeah. yeah uh, that's I'll, I guess good. I'd take that. I guess that's I could... Uh, you know, oh, I was going to say, you know what it beat the old one out at? Uh, probably by about an inch. I think the old record was around 22-something.
5: No, it only beat it out by 2 16 of an inch, which is an eighth of an inch. Right. That's all, an eighth of an inch.
2: Do You know how they measure wow. those skulls?
5: I suppose they got a tape measure.
2: Yeah, well, they go. They <laughs> or, go, uh,
5: calipers. They, they go. Use calipers. They
2: can use a caliper, but then they'll uh, they'll go from the tip backwards okay? from the nose, nose back to the back of the base of the skull, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And then they do the caliper. I I, I don't know if they go from, from one side ear to side, hole, side yeah. to side, and they combine those. Oh,
5: okay.
2: Yeah, and in order okay. to be eligible for Pope and Young, I could be wrong. I think it's got to be like eighteen inches. I think for yeah. Boone and Crockett, twenty. The uh, world, the biggest skulls, the the brown bears. Yeah, those are are twenty nine and something. I don't know if there was a thirty incher in there or not, but man, that's a big head. Yeah. So. So, so anyway,
5: then... congratulations to that guy. I'm serious. The only thing I ever know about New Jersey is uh, what was that TV show with the uh with the organized crime guys, Uh, six-something was uh, the word six was in there. Not six feet under. Uh, Anyway, The Sopranos? Yeah, thank you, Sopranos. Where's the the word six in uh, there? I don't know. And then the guy, he'd he'd always say, hey, I got a business to run here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) As he's kicking some guy's head. (laughs) Speaking of bear, you can go online, and I think it's some city in California this week. I believe it was, where some giant black bear strolled into the neighborhood. And you can see it on all these news cameras. They had like a helicopter. It looked like overhead yeah. shooting. They had police cars around. And it was just walking house to house, checking out the garbage cans. And it looks like a big bear. Wow. And apparently they tranquilized it. And, you know, when I watched the thing, it kind of walked down off a curb. And it it, it looked like it was... it Like it was... It had a hard time walking. I think it was an old, old, old bear yeah. that was on its last legs and could hardly walk, and was just going for what it could. Look like an old man, yeah. old man, hardly hobbling down the street. Kind of felt sorry for that old bear.
5: You know that's that's where the, that's where the latest uh, that's where the previous uh, record bear came from was California. Yeah, record see, pe- black people think
2: of California; they think of the big cities, but Northern California has got cougars yeah. and is relatively well beautiful and remote. And yeah. got mountains, and mountains and stuff.
5: A lot of trees, a lot of hardwoods and all that.
2: Yeah, it's yep.
5: it's nice, and that that's where uh, those people get uh, uh, what do you call it attacked by the mountain lions. The <laughs> the biggest
2: black bears that I've heard of, pretty much in that eight to close to 900 pound range. Pennsylvania's had some big ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wisconsin, you know, there yeah, we've got some big ones here To Every year, I think there's at least probably one 600 pound shot in Wisconsin.
5: Oh, I, I think, I think there was this, this last That's year. That's what I said, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I think, I, if, I think we talked about it. I think there's, I read there's it There's some big,
2: and there was a big one that unfortunately years back, I, I think it was over 800 in Wisconsin. It got killed by a combine. It was uh, hibernating in a cornfield apparently in the winter, and it, you know, it was dozing and took wrong place for a nap. And the combine whacked it, and it was a big old bear. Wow.
5: Well, with that, folks, we got to take a quick break. Uh, We got to do a few commercials here, so uh, don't don't uh, run away from the camera. Well, maybe go to the bathroom if you have to. Quick camera. uh, Did I say camera? I meant radio. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more with us. Yeah, whatever. I'll see you in a little bit.
4: I'm a just to try
6: to All
2: right. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds. Cutting edge outdoors. Thanks for listening this uh Saturday morning. Tom's going yeah. through emails over there. You got any more? Well, I got the one we, we
5: got a phone call from a listener saying he needs the email of the guy who's got the taxidermy stuff. He's interested. So this is it. Get your pencil and paper ready. It's the word James, J A M E S underscore Croak. C-R-O-K-E at yahoo.com. Got it?
2: All right. And if you didn't get it, you can listen to the podcast again. Yeah, listen you can to the podcast. Definitely carefully re- replay yeah. it there. So, uh, yeah. So, okay, that was it. Anyway. That's, that's it. Anyway. Uh, okay. We're,
5: we're, oh, fishing, ice fishing is actually, ice catching has actually been... Uh, Some areas were really good last month, but in the last week or two, those same areas that were really good, according to my son, Nick, are not so good anymore. And time of day is so important, you know, time of day.
2: So what, boy, that's a bit... Well, it was really good, but now it's bad. Well, in the there is our top advice for everybody out there. That's
5: in the areas that he was fishing. Well, where was he fishing? Well, I can't tell you those. Well, how is this
2: worth anybody anything, Tom? Well, they can they they can
5: relate because they're probably fishing spots that were doing good and now not. Now I'm letting them know that you better find some new spots. You better move around (laughs) because the fish are doing that. Fish are moving around. But here's the other thing is that the time of day is so very important. Uh, okay, that's a good my tip. My son, my son, Nick, something there we well, can use. The last 45 minutes to an hour of sunlight are always really good for panfish. That's always a good time. But what's really weird is that sometimes there'll be an hour or two break during the day. Like my son, Nick, was out till about 12 noon one day. I think, oh, that was on uh, Martin Luther King Day, I think. Anyway, so he's out till like 12 noon. And then, and only caught maybe one crappie, one bluegill, a couple of small pike. Now, if he would have waited for about two hours, his brother-in-law and father-in-law said, "Yeah, from like two to three, they, they just went nuts. You know, they could see fish on their locators. Okay, they knew there were fish there, but they just weren't biting. But from two to three, they went crazy. They were catching a ton of them. And it's so it's like sometimes those fish. I guess I guess if you see them." On the locator, or if you got a camera down there, don't leave. He hopefully eventually they're gonna turn on, you know. And they've been using this is another weird one. Uh last week another good tip. Last week Sunday on the Larry Smith show, yep, he was using the thing called beaver tails. Have you heard of those, Danny? Yes. Okay. It's kind of like a chia bait. Okay, or you know, one of those little things. But anyway, he was using the beaver tails. And over at Sherpers, I can't tell you how many phone calls we got from people asking us if we carried the beaver tails. And the answer is yes, yeah, we got all the colors. I think there's like four colors. And my son Nick was using them too, and he likes them. He says, yeah, he, he likes them. The problem was that the one area that they fished, he caught a lot of little bluegills and a lot of little perch. The bigger ones weren't biting, you know. But but he said they, they were effective. They did work. So... Just thought let let people know that the beaver tail is working. You know. The beaver tail. The beaver tail, yeah. And and also uh, I think I think Larry Smith on his show, the one guide said if you take the scissors and cut the, the, the sides of it a little bit, just cut in a little bit, it gives it extra motion and whatever, so looks like a bug in the water. So anyway.
2: Well, have you used the laser augers yet? The hand My- augers yourself. Have you I, ever used one?
5: I, I got my, I got rid of my Jiffy and I think it was 1994 or about
2: 1994. Okay. And then I got a, I got a laser then. Okay. And I had that ever since. So I got yeah. mine new in the box yet. Oh, okay. And I plan on using it for the first and last time today. Yeah. Because I'm not going to be out pheasant shooting with Al. Okay. And, um. Uh, and there's a fishery at the waterfront, so I figure I'll go down and pay my five bucks or twenty bucks, depending if I want to get a bunch of raffle tickets with it, and go set tip ups by my place. Yeah. And for a pike. But the that laser's in the box yet. So I haven't are are they pretty much put together? That you I don't just
5: screw together. Okay, two ends.
2: <laughs> so the blades are already on it, yep. and no. Yep. So I and I,
5: there's a plastic cover over the blades too yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So because
2: yeah. I plan on going home this morning and mm-hmm. picking up some bait and uh, going out and drilling a couple holes and mm-hmm. dust getting the dust off the old tip ups and give it a shot.
5: Did I? I don't know if I told you this. Not last week. Of course, I wasn't here last week. The week before. My son Nick thought he'd do that Larry Smith trick and put the hot dog right. <laughs> on a tip-up. He caught a fish, but it wasn't a northern. It was a bass. It was a legal bass. But after a while, it wasn't doing anything, so he put a sucker minnow on it, and they were doing good on sucker minnows. But
2: Yeah, I think I'm going to uh, go with some shiner minnows there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's kind of bad, sad because now we got some, seems like ice has gotten finally yeah, halfway yeah, decent. Yeah. And the game fish season pretty much ends next weekend, right? It uh let's see now. What the Typically goes that. through like March 1st, I think, or something like that. So I'm thinking I
3: don't...
2: maybe next weekend will be the last hurrah. And then you can still do the pan fishing. Yeah,
5: yeah. The shine, I know the shanty's got to be off, what is it, March 5th, I think, or something like that. Normally
2: it's about... Uh, Right around the second week in March, typically. Yeah, da, oh, like that's right. the 15th second week. or something like that. Or no, north
5: like is later than down here. So, well, you know what? I'll bring in a regular... Well, no, they don't have the new regulations out yet. I what haven't do you mean? Se- I haven't seen the new regs out for 2020?
2: Well, you could you just know. Google it. It'd be right there. Oh, yeah, that's right. We could but Google then a, that. Then again, our listeners could just Google it themselves. <laughs> yeah, Matter right. of fact, if anybody's, got to... a, if anybody's got a shanty <laughs> on the ice, do you think they need us to tell them when they need to get it off? That's don't right. you think they know that?
5: I, I hope so. But maybe some of them listen to this show just to get the information so they don't have to look nah, it up. They, they just, want us to do the work. They
2: just want to win the Hornswoggle <laughs> and, and get your gut report. Speaking of gut report, Tom. Uh, yeah. I was going through some information here. Yeah. And I, I was going through a, a drawer cleaning stuff up this weekend, and I found an old recipe that I got from one of our listeners. Uh, I had taken her and her niece's fishing. Our I na- remember that. Lidra. And here, I, I figured I got to read this because I had this for years, and I've never used it because I haven't gone goose hunting in the last couple of years. But recipe for tender goose meat. You take two goose breasts two large cans of sauerkraut mm, two mm. frozen packages of Jimmy Dean pork sausage oh it sounds good all good already one hot and one mild one sliced onion four to six peeled and cut chunks of raw potatoes you lightly brown the pork sausage in the skillet is it skillet or skillet skillet skillet, no, skillet. It yeah, is skillet. Right. okay skillet. Good. all right then drain the grease place the goose breasts in a large slow cooker Put the brown pork sausage, sauerkraut, onion, and potato chunks over the meat. Cook on high for two hours, then set on low to cook the rest of the day. That sounds delicious. Sounds really good, doesn't it?
5: Now, could you use something other than goose breasts? I mean, what if you did? Could you use venison? How about squirrel? How about that?
2: (laughs) How about that? You know what? You could use venison or anything. Yeah. Some wild game? Sure. Sure. But I, I like the idea. Okay, so you got some all-star winners in there. You yeah. got sauerkraut. Yeah, who doesn't like sauerkraut? Right. You got onion. Oh, love them. Yeah. You got Jimmy Dean pork sausage. Oh, that's ex- excellent. Jimmy Dean pork sausage. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy Dean. Who was Jimmy Dean anyway? I, he, I know he did he some TV. he NASCAR te- driver or no, was he, he a did, country music singer? He I think he
5: sang country music. What was he on Hee Haw? And he was also, uh, he did acting, too. He was on a lot of these uh Soap, uh, not soap operas, uh, just these, these television shows. You know, he was like a guest appearance on different shows, you know, any the- famous shows. He might have been on a Matlock at one time.
2: (laughs) Come on. uh, Jimmy Dean was never on Matlock. I think he was. Or, you know, shows like that, Love Boat, he might have been on Love Boat. I think he was on the island. I think he was on Gilligan's Island. He was trying to get off. He was one of those guys. Actually, he was one of those guys who landed Uh, on Gilligan's Island and promised to get them all off, and then he left. And never did. And never did, like the rest of them. Yeah. He left them some sausages, however.
5: (laughs) Which are wonderful. I'll tell you. Stranded. It, he left them stranded with sausages. What uh, what I really like whenever I make uh, homemade uh, stuffing, like for turkeys or anything, when I make homemade stuffing, there's always Jimmy Dean, sage stuffing in it. Sage, yes, it's always Jimmy in Dean. That's great. He's a
2: famous guy. Hey, yeah. Yep. While, while we're on the food 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 thing, oh, oh food I was just, yeah, go ahead. Okay, real quick. Yeah, uh, take your our time. good friends at Waterfront. Yeah, okay, uh-oh. I was at Waterfront there. Talking to my buddy Ted, and they've got uh, like 300 beers, or well, I don't know, a whole bunch of them, but they got a <laughs> bunch of specials coming up. They got great pizza there. If you want to go out, sit down, relax, nice little, the ambiance is nice. It's calm, it's quiet, it's a nice little place. But they got St. Patrick's Day specials. They're going to have their famous corned beef dinner, and they're also going to have Guinness Stew, which is a hearty stew made with tenderloin tips and just a hint of the famous. Guinness stout added at just the right time.
5: I don't like Guinness at all. You don't like Guinness? No, I, I do not like Guinness well, at
2: all. Oh, I'm thinking, how about corned beef dinner? Love it. See, so they're going to have their corned beef sliced to yeah. order, cabbage, baby red potatoes topped with herb. Is yeah. it herb or herb? Anyway, you'd like. Herb-infused butter yeah. and, ooh, butter, and served with their freshly baked Irish soda bread. That uh, Yes, I love those. Din- those are awesome. Something to I look forward this. to there. Yeah, it is. Huh. All right. All right. We but I don't order. care for Guinness, though. How about baby red potatoes? Oh, yeah. I like those. My I dad like all used kinds. to love baby red yeah, potatoes. Go to, he'd go to some of these diners and kind of embarrass me sometimes because he'd order potatoes and go, Have you got the baby red potatoes? And most places don't have no, baby don't. red potatoes. No. And you'd have some, you know, some gal at some small little diner kind of look and go, No, we got potatoes. Yeah. Baby red potatoes. They yeah. had, like, the baby red potatoes because there's a little diner in Superior, Wisconsin. That had them. That had the baby red potato. <laughs> that was another one of those nice little diners. that's yeah. still up there that oh, you like. I'll tell you what. Get you the find, name of that one.
5: You find some of these nice little diners. They're awesome. But anyway, we got to go to a break. Right after the break, we're going to be doing the gut report, so stay tuned for that. And don't forget, after the 645 break, we'll be we'll be playing the Hornschwaggle. So keep your ears open. You're listening to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors.
7: Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in
5: the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. Hey, how about venison for breakfast? I know a lot of you people got venison sitting in the fridge, so you're in the freezer. How about this for breakfast? Venison hash. It's awesome. First of all, chop up some venison, okay, small pieces, and get it actually kind of crispy. Put that to the side. Then you get a medium onion, finely diced. Uh, you can use red potatoes if you want, or just regular potatoes, finely diced. Uh, a green pepper, finely diced. Salt and pepper. Then what you do is you put all that stuff together. You you mix all this stuff: the onions, the potatoes, the green pepper. You get that till it's nice and tender and soft. You add the venison to it, mix it all up, then in the skillet, crack a couple eggs over it, and then throw it in the oven at about, I don't know, whatever it takes to cook at 400 degrees, whatever. And then take it out when the eggs are cooked to your liking. And, of course, don't forget the hot sauce. A lot of people like that on their hash. Venison hash for breakfast. Mm, It's really good. The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you're going to find the best price, selection, and service at 51st in and Oklahoma and Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to DiscountLiquorInc.com. Look out to the
4: left, the captain said. The light is down there, that's where we we'll land. So I'm falling, star burning, high above the Las Vegas end. It wasn't
2: the one that you well, gave to me. What? What's the matter? <laughs> Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hey, my phone's blowing up right now because yeah. my buddy Woody is sending me the, all these pictures. And, 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 uh, Troy. I can't even see these pictures on my flip phone. You gotta quit blowing my phone up, <laughs> dude. are too small. <laughs> right. Even with the special enough, glasses. Enough already! I can't. See, I can't even see them. Right.
5: You know, speaking of that. Oh, and by the way, before I thought you forgot that we were coming back. I didn't know if you could hear because I saw you were on your phone. Well,
2: it's blowing up. So I up. was. He, so I, I was going his whole yeah. life's photo album yeah. here. You Here's what, one when he was two.
5: You know, it kills me. When people, okay, and I, I hope I'm not offending anybody, which I probably will. Thanks, Troy. I, Wait till I get a yeah. big phone. But I hope I'm not offending people. But
2: You always do. I so know.
5: offend away. You know, I know what a perch looks like. I know what a crappie looks like. I know what a northern looks. You know what I mean? I know what fish look like. Why is it every time somebody's telling you about the fish they caught, they got to show you all the pictures. And it's like, I know what they look like, you know? If, well, you, no, if you caught on. a, if you caught a fourteen inch crappie, okay, I know what that looks like. Congratulations, I think that's awesome, you know. But you don't have to show me fourteen pictures of this one crappie, you know. Okay.
2: <laughs> you, what do you think, Sam?
8: It's like a, in It's on, like a kid who just finishes drawing in kindergarten and wants to show it to his mom and dad, and hopes that they like put it up on the fridge. Yeah,
5: that's how I see it. Right. Well, I don't want to so put th- people's pictures up on the fridge. Oh. <laughs>
2: They can put it up on their own fridge. Okay. Okay. I'm saying If it's like your kid or something. No, oh, is, know, might, they bring okay. something different. All right. All right. Yeah. Back up a little bit here. Okay. I take a middle-of-the-road approach here, right? Sure, I don't want to see 20 pictures of it, right? Okay. I don't need to see 20. But if somebody got a big fish or shot a nice buck, show me one picture, yeah. and I'll say, oh, Good job. Right. That's if a it's, nice
5: one. If it's like a big pike or musky or something, you know, or, or a But even if big it's buff. not a
2: real big one, if it's, you be nice to the person, Tom. And if I it's am big, nice. It's it's big to them. Hey, Maybe you, they think it's like, you know. Time
5: out. Time out. Do you, do you think I tell these people, I don't want to see those damn pictures. I don't say that. I look at them and go, oh, that's really good. That a way to go, you know, or whatever. I don't. I'm saying that yeah, now think his body that
2: language probably shows something I'm, I'm otherwise. I'm tell that you're that dissing and I'm like okay whatever buddy I don't, I don't care about I your I property. know what they look like you
5: know so but I don't do I don't say nothing to the people You just be nice to people I am nice
2: to I them. I mean how about I'm when people I'm very nice to like them. It's like when somebody shows you a baby picture Oh, God. What are you supposed to say? That's, yeah, the, ugliest that to baby. that's the ugliest baby I ever saw. <laughs> oh, what a cutie. What a uh, sweetheart. Oh, that's nice. Okay, a baby's yeah. a baby, right? Yeah, that's it, right. It looks like a baby. Yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. is that nice. Looks, oh, you have beautiful children. Yeah, it looks like mini me. <laughs> yeah. You know what? One time I did see an ugly baby. Well, only once? <laughs> yeah, this is the only ugly baby I've ever seen. We used to have a cleaning lady would come over to her. Our place in Madison, right? And me and my roommate, Otis, and and Buck, we called him Stud Buck. Me at Stud Buck's on one couch, I'm on one across the other room. I don't know where Otis was, passed out in his room. And uh, so she, cleaning lady comes over. I forget what her name was, Dorothy or something. Aren't all cleaning ladies named Dorothy? So anyway, she, she had her grandson with her. And she sat him down in the middle of the living room, right? And said, oh, I got my grandson this week. So I got a... And then she went off vacuuming. And when I looked at this kid, I'm telling you, the kid had like one single tooth coming out, <laughs> hanging over its lower lip, and it uh... almost looked like drool. And I was kind of like... And I didn't say anything. We just mm-hmm. said, "Uh-huh, mm-hmm, yeah, me and Sledbox. And we kept watching our TV show, right? And then the next week... Somebody made the comment. Oh, Dorothy's coming over again this week. And Studbuck says, I hope she doesn't bring that ugly kid with her. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and then see I, now that's and mean. Then, and then, Not then, mean. See, see, listen, see how mean, mean Danny is? <laughs> but Danny is really But mean. listen, then I died laughing because neither of us had said anything when yeah. we that day. Not that we both didn't say anything, but when he said that <laughs> I yeah, I was like you too. It wasn't um, just me. He says, Yeah. She sat that kid down in the living room and he was like, Ew, get, get it away from me. Uh, yeah, that was the only ugly, ugly baby.
5: <laughs> you know, it's funny, a lot of a lot of those uh not so good looking I won't use the word ugly, not some of those not so good looking babies turn out to be good looking adults. They they do. Sometimes, it, yeah, they do.
2: Well, that's the old duckling right. and the swan story, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, even listen—if you talk, even people in high school—that all yeah. of a sudden you see them ten years later, and all yeah. of a sudden the chick's hot. Yeah, right. It's Like,
5: what happened? What they happened? Good now, yeah. Yeah,
2: I was kind of oh, yeah. like that as a guy. Yeah, I wasn't super popular in high school. I was kind of quiet and stuff. But then, you know, ten years later, all of a sudden, I'm like, all kinds. Of, yeah, yeah. 10 years late. later, a you're the late bloomer, you're the late bloomer, you're yeah, the, yeah, right. So, okay. Um, okay, so we were talking about fish pictures and then we got on to yeah. Ugly babies,
5: yeah. So, anyway, but uh, and did you ever notice how some people, and I'm not saying us, but you meet somebody and they don't know how to hold a conversation? You ever meet, I mean, it's like you're saying something to them. And they'll just jump in the middle of your sentence and start talking about something else that they want to talk about. You ever have that happen? No, I'm serious.
2: I do it to you all the time. I'm no, sorry, not,
5: no, no, not that. No, no, that, that, that's radio stuff.
2: Okay. You know, but, right.
5: uh, but no, I mean, you, you run into these people who are like that, and it God, it just drives me I'll nuts. tell you the worst. What's that?
2: The ones that will call, they'll call you. And then they will just say nothing. My cousin used to be like that he'd just call up and he'd go he's passed away now he's older he'd do this to my poor dad he'd go hello how you doing this is Leroy hey and then that would be it and you'd you'd start talking and and there was nothing and then you feel like well why are you even calling me? You don't really have anything and, and you try and carry on and a polite conversation and try and say some yeah. things to keep the conversation yeah. going. Yeah. It's it's like an awkward date where you're trying to talk about something yeah, yeah. to find something yeah. to talk about something. Yeah. Of course, then again, I guess the other end of the spectrum is the guy that calls you on the phone and never gets off the phone. Oh yeah. My brother Tom was like that. He'll call and go, it's like, do I really want to call him back right now? Because my right elbow (laughs) will get sore from holding the phone to my ear.
5: And your ear will get sweaty
2: (laughs) from holding the phone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
5: Hey, speaking of that, I had a friend, when I would call him, he would never, when he picked up the phone, he never said hello. He would just pick up the phone and listen. And eventually I'd say hello anybody there? Oh, and here he is. You know. But he would never say hello. He did this to I mean, it was just what he did. Not like it was on purpose and he, or he was trying to be funny. You just pick up the phone and listen and Well, it's,
2: some people are like kind of awkward where even like when you hang up, they'll just kind of oh, up. Yep. Yeah, mm, yeah. Click. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's some people are just not I don't know. Oh, yeah, well. And then some people sound yeah, You sound kind of grumpy on your answering machine, by the way. <laughs> I do? You do. Well, this is Tom. Leave a message. if you get a chance.
5: No, I say leave a short message. Leave a short message.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah grumpy answering machines. You've reached the
5: Neubauers. Leave a short message. message. Get the hell off my phone. Yeah, why are you
2: bothering me
8: right now? <laughs> It's Tommy. What? What do you
5: want? Yeah. What what do you want? What do you want? Come on. Come on. What What do you want? I'm a busy
2: man here. I'm busy. I I got a business to run here. Hey, uh, (laughs) I got a gripe. I got it. Being as I'm griping at you, Mr. Grumpy, and your answering machine. You should reset it
8: now to that. Your uh, answering machine.
5: Oh, I should set it to that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I should. Okay. Okay. What do you got?
2: So, Tom... Tom brings in a thing for me like a month or so ago where I can enter this raffle twenty dollars and you got a one in 40 chance of winning a gun right yeah so I thought this is a great idea so I paid 20 bucks for a ticket I got a one in 40 chance Oh, right? you got a ticket yeah oh now you should probably buy five for a hundred bucks then you'd have a one in eight chance yeah exactly but here's what I'm thinking Tom I hope I do not win why you know why I don't know why why because I didn't wasn't paying attention when I ordered this it's the Shiawassee Pheasants Forever Troop 399. Do you know where Shiawassee is? No, I it's in Indiana, dude. It's it's close to 400 miles away. Yeah, yeah. But you don't have to go pick up the. Yes, right. you do. You must pick it up within 60 days if they're notifying you. Oh well, have a nice have is, a nice ride. Yeah, the drawing is March 7th, <laughs> which means I'm supposed to get there by May 7th. Well, but it'll be worth uh, it.
5: You get a nice, if it's a nice rifle.
2: How much in gas
5: is that going to cost? It doesn't matter. You're getting a nice rifle. it would be a nice ride to
2: Indiana. Will you go get it for me? You're not doing nothing. Sure. You're retired now, right? Yeah, if you pay me, I'll go. I'm not. See, now it's costing even more. So this is the one raffle. Here, I'll just tear it right on the air. (laughs) I don't want to win. And you know what's going to happen? Oh, What's going to happen? It's the one raffle I'm going to win. You're going to win. That's going to happen for sure. That would be funny. Yeah. Okay,
5: we got to go to a break. Coming up next is the Hornschwaggle. It's, you got to call us, though, at 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. If you've ca- called in the last six weeks or so, don't call because we're checking the list. And uh, just give somebody else a chance. And uh, so that's about it. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. Hornschwaggle coming up next. Stay tuned.
2: Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. And I promise I'm going to be handing a list of some rock and roll songs to Sam back here for our next bumper music. Hey,
8: man, I like this one.
2: Uh, It's okay if you're in a certain mood, like you're drinking a Guinness at the waterfront or uh, or at Park Avenue Pizza, but... uh, We're trying to wake people up I just played Nazareth. We want hard, that's what I'm talking about. We want hard (laughs) rock and devil worship rock and roll. All right. Forget the devil worship stuff. Oh, by the
5: way, the Hornschwagel is brought to you by, uh, you know, that would be Carl's (laughs) Country Market. Carl's Country Market out there on Silver Spring and Pilgrim (laughs) Road in Menominee Falls. Going to win a $10 gift certificate if you are correct. Who do we got on the line? Uh, Dan and Fox Point. Dan and Fox Point. Morning,
2: Dan. Dan Dan and Fox Point's been a winner before. Oh, yeah. All right. Six weeks, though. Okay. It's been six weeks. Good job. Thanks for letting everybody have a chance. So here we go. Today's topic is the Wiley Possum, or would we call it? Oh, Grady's. Or the Opossum. Okay. Okay. All right. So here we go. Uh, the opossum, <laughs> or is it possum, Tom? What is it, it? It's possum. Possum. The possum, that's what I thought. The possum has only two speeds, slow and very slow. So the possum is a pretty slow animal. Hornchwoggle or no Hornschwaggle?
9: I'd say no Hornschwaggle. No
2: Hornschwaggle. Ring. Okay. I, I missed that. What was the question? The possum has only two speeds, slow and very slow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, here we go. The male possum has a double-headed penis, and hence the animal's breeding habits have been a source of much folklore.
9: I'd say that's gotta be a horn schwaggle. That's a no horn schwaggle. No. See, I, I heard no that four like, years
2: ago. Man, Here we go. No, no, no it's a no horn That's true. Here we go. It says oh, one wow. commonly held notion is that the male breeds the female through the nostrils and that she blows the young into her pouch. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> this is right from me. This is right, this a
0: family show. This is right
2: from the book, Sportsman's Guide to Game Animals, by Leonard Lee Rue III. And actually, the possum breeds the same way as most other mammals, thankfully. The male's penis is shaped to serve the female's double womb. Oh, double womb. And okay. Lin- Linnaeus was a Greek guy, like, years ago. He gave the possum the Greek name didelphus, which means double womb because of this unusual feature. Wow. You learn something new every day. Okay, Dan, you're one out of two. So here's the um, uh, next one. Um, uh, Possums, when getting angry or frightened, can hiss and growl, horn schwaggle or no horn schwaggle. I'd say that's an Ohornschwagel. That's an Ohornschwagel. Okay. No, we got a winner. Got a winner. So right. we'll put you on hold there, and uh, and then uh, Sam will get your address, and I'll mail you, mail you out that $10 gift certificate to Carl's Country Meats while I'm talking about it. Last week's winner, I mailed your thing out yesterday, so if you didn't get it right away, it'll be coming soon.
5: All right. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Thank
6: you, guys. Okay. Bye now.
5: Bye now. Yep. The prize contests on the cutting edge outdoors are the sole responsibility of the Cutting Edge Outdoors radio show and its sponsors. Any questions or comments should be directed to CEOGuys at Yahoo.com. There. So you got it. You're, you're, you're just boning up on the old possible Why do they? You know, why do that's they have one, an O in front you know, of P? It's one of the reasons possum. why the English language Did is it. so darn hard for people to learn, you know, other people from other countries. It's so hard it's because we throw a lot of letters where yeah. they're not needed. Well, like O, oh, possum. Why a O
2: O in front of possum? We're trying to confuse the Ruskies there. Oh. We're trying to confuse the enemy there. Probably. Wasn't there a song about possum meat is good and sweet? Do-da, do-da. I never heard it. Hold on. Let me check. This book talks about table fare. Hold on one second. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go. You're going
5: to check out Every table
2: fare. The possum is as eagerly eaten (laughs) by some people (laughs) as it is shunned by others. We would be the others, Tom. Uh, In the South, possum and sweet taters. Possum and sweet taters are famed in story and song. Many people who have eaten the meat say it is tasty. 414-799-1250. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. 1250 Give us a call if you've eaten a possum and lived to tell about it. And also, Tom, I want to bring up another interesting fact here, if I can. Yeah, why not? Okay, so you see this book here. Yes. It's The Sportsman's Guide to Game Animals, a field book of North American seri- seri- species. Leonard Lee Rue Third. It was by the, from the Outdoor Life Book Club. And this book, my dad was a member of the Outdoor Life Book Club, and that's pretty much how I learned how to read. Uh, I read every one of the books that I'd get. And this was actually copyright 1968. So as a lad in the 70s, I was reading this book. And the book was long since lost, but I was at a half-price books a couple years ago, and there it was. Really? And so this is the book, and it's got fascinating information. But on the inside cover, I found something. Interesting, it says Audrey, Audrey Regan, something like that, and it says to my darling, from Steve. Ah, huh, somebody that. gave
5: here. Oh, see if yeah, you can read I, that. Yeah, I, I, I can see it from so here, somebody, but I believe you. Yeah, yeah.
2: Somebody gave this to his girlfriend or girlfriend. something. Girlfriend, yeah. yeah, yeah. So seven nine nine twelve fifty. If uh, if there's an Audrey out there who got this book. <laughs> A sportsman's guide to game animals, from some yeah. guy named Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a call.
5: Yeah. Or tell if us you've if ed- you're still together. Yeah. Or if you've ever eaten a possum, let us know. Well, maybe if she read the book. Yeah. I caught one one time in my live trap. Yeah. You know when I was catching the rabbits, you know, by the house that was eating my vegetable garden. So, uh, but I caught a possum one time. What did you do? Oh I, I took it over to the park and let it go.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He oh he he got a he called the uh warden they they let it go and hit it with a tranquilizer dart. <laughs> yeah, that possum went into a deep sleep. In the park. In the park. Yeah, he went to the park. Is that where you like disposed of the remains? No, let
5: let the no. possum go in the
2: park. Let them go into the park.
5: Those things got sharp little teeth. You know that.
2: When they growl at you, oh, they kinda, got some teeth there. Yeah, I wouldn't want to mess oh, around. I with wouldn't want to get bit by one. That's for sure. They're yeah, nasty. They're uh, wicked, wicked little fellas.
5: Yeah. Yeah. So um, kind of yeah. just like uh, just like raccoons. You know, they seem all cute and fuzzy and cuddly. No, those things they're are all mean. all great little... on the
2: Disney Channel. Oh
5: yeah, no, they're all they're mean son of a gun. Do you know what guys. a
2: raccoon will do? They will. I used this as a Hornschwagel years ago or a year or so ago. They will try and get a dog into water, and they'll climb on top of its head and drown it. Really? Yep. It's a fact. Wow. Yep. Those wily raccoons. Wily raccoons, <laughs> I'll tell you. They all look cute on the Disney Channel.
5: Yeah, but they are so The ones so
2: drowning cute. your dog. Yeah. Oh, you know what I should check?
5: I haven't checked it in a while. See if we got any. Uh, cholesterol? E- Emails at Guys at yahoo.com. No, not, no new ones. No right. new ones. So anyway, we're still, we're still uh, going along at the same pace. But we do have, uh, we got a second hour coming up in a few minutes. If anybody wants to uh, get involved in the show, just give us a call at 799-1250. And we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. And uh, we do have things to talk about as far as some of the, the better you know they people are coming out with new lures now that i don't think are so new they're, they're they're a little different but they're nothing like really like we've never seen before i've been seeing some things on the bass site you know the bassmaster site and all that but it's just funny how like now now is when they're coming out with all these new lures because now is the time when all the sports shows are going on mm-hmm. And all the, all the southern fishing shows are being aired, mm-hmm. you know, on the cable stations. So now's the time when they're all coming out. And, uh, man, I don't know. Some of them, I don't know about. So you
2: tell them, I don't want to see your new lure and no, I want a crappy see- picture to yourself, yeah, too. Yeah, no, I want, to, I want
5: to see their new lure. I think we got to, to go to break there. Yeah, I, I want to see it, but uh, only if it's something new. No, even if it's not, because then I'll just hammer it. Make up it. your mind already I'll just, I'll just, ha- I'll Mr. just hammer it. Hey, if it's not uh, to my liking, then I'll hammer it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, folks, stay tuned for hour number two of the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors right here on 1250 AM and 105.7 FM, The Fan.
3: From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. All aboard!
4: Ha, 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 you're on the crazy
3: train. All <laughs> Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan.
5: Hey, 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 folks. It is the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors coming to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live, we are unrehearsed. You never know what the heck you're going to get, like Gomer Pyle once said. (laughs) <laughs> never, but don't never even, said that. I know. Don't look at me. We, we don't know everything he hey, ever said. What, what's but, brown and sits on the battlefield? What's that? Gomer's Pile. Oh, <laughs> that's so bad. Anyway, if you want to become part of the show, 799-1250, that's 414-799-1250. Or you can email us live at the Smokey's inbox, which is Guys at yahoo.com. And right now, we've got... Dan's buddy, Troy Woodrow, on the line. Good morning, Troy.
10: What's up, guys? Hey, not yeah. too much, buddy. No, where, are you,
5: where are you calling from, Troy?
10: So I am now living in Des Moines, Iowa, because, you know, I'm just like this transient person that goes from place to place selling booze. But I'm uh, living in Des Moines, done a consulting gig for a while.
2: Okay. Yeah. So I
10: did want to call in and talk about Devil's Lake, North Dakota. So they're catching some big, big slabs of uh, perch right now in uh in devil's lake and you know that's where i'm from originally that area of north dakota um you know so they have uh really devil's lake is is known for uh for perch fishing through the ice this time of year um so i just kind of (laughs) want to talk about devil's lake in general if you guys wouldn't mind
2: yeah um well i know my dad and brother when they when my dad was still alive they used to go out to winnibegosh tom Mm-hmm. And I think it was this time of year. The late ice time uh, is the best time to get out there and get the uh, get the perch. Um, and I know Devil's Lake. I, I've heard. I've never been out there. Don't they have like the, the that one train that goes out there, Tom? Don't they have like the Perch Express? Oh or yeah, something? they got
5: something like that. But those those perch are monstrous. But you know, Troy, I'm surprised. You know, because they are they have got great walleye fishing and northern pike fishing out there. But it uh, seems yeah. like we always hear about the perch only. You know?
10: Yeah, so they, I was out there this summer. So I grew up fishing, pike, you know, pike and walleye on Doubles Lake with my grandfather. <clears throat> um, we would spend half a day fishing to our limit, and then the other half a day shooting gophers. That was like every day <laughs> for like six years old till I was about eighteen and started working or whatever. But mm. uh, in Wisconsin, but you know, Doubles Lake is uh, three hundred twenty square miles. Um, you know, it's doubled in size since like nineteen eighty. Uh, the the mid-80s, uh, or I'm sorry, the mid-90s, when uh, the you know, precipitation caused the lake to really double in size. So the flooding, you know, it flooded 70,000 acres, 300 homes were lost, um, 150 million in recovery efforts. So we used to have to drive from Minnewalkin, North Dakota, where my grandfather lived, town of 500 people, like seven miles to get to Devil's Lake. Now Minnewalkin has been swallowed by the lake. Half oh, wow. The, you know, so they had to move the school. They had to move the, all this stuff, um, but I was just—I I go back there every summer. So, the, you know, the pike—I was catching pike right from shore, some nice pike, and and then my actually my eighty-year-old aunt caught a thirty-inch walleye. Um, so there, you know, it's a great—it's a great body of water, um, fifty-nine feet deep in the steepest part. You know, it borders uh, Indian reservation there, um, and Minnewauk in North Dakota is actually the place that a lot of people are going now for both open water and ice fishing. Um, it's, it's, again, it was, it was just a small town for me growing up, and now there's uh, several guys working out of there uh, for walleye, a lot of walleye. People come from all over to, to, to the walleye in uh, Devil's Lake and have some nice pike. And then a lot of people come, you know, you get the monks come from Minneapolis for the white bass. They come in droves, and they, you know, and they catch a lot of white bass right off the shore.
5: Hey, hey Troy. You know, I understand that the perch are feeding mainly on freshwater shrimp. That's what well, I've heard I, and seen.
10: Yeah, I, I think that I think that is the case. And I actually haven't. I, I was going to try to maybe do it this winter. I haven't really gone out there after the. You know, I, I usually go there for the for the freshwater. Um, I mean, for the open water fishing. Uh, there is a guide service that I could recommend to your listeners called perch eyes, U I E S dot com. Uh, phone number is 701 473 2533. We operate out, like I said, out of this town called Minnewalk in North Dakota. And it's quite the experience, I guess. And I, I follow the, the, um, them on Facebook and so forth. And the, the size of the, the size of the perch that, uh, they catch out of uh devil's lake is pretty amazing so um you know just an interesting body of water it really is
2: so as a kid did they have all those perch in there then or has that been a new thing since it flooded and got bigger
10: um i think it wasn't as prevalent you know like um so i think you know when the lake doubled in size and um you know i I think that uh i don't remember like grandfather really talking a lot about Um, perch although he wasn't much of a like he spent his winter trapping fox as you know i think i told you that so that was his that was you know he was a standard oil delivery man and then in the wintertime he uh he he trapped fox for a living right so he was busy doing that he didn't do a lot of ice fishing in the wintertime but uh um you know
2: more money in fox
10: uh back then he could get about fifty dollars per pelt uh Selling them to the Canadians, the Canadians would come down and buy. He would have like 40 or 50 that they would buy them all at once, kind of thing. Uh, so that's where his, that's how he made his income in the middle of North Dakota with minus. I remember him throwing me on his Viking snow sled, as he called it, and going out in minus 40 windshield. I gotta go check the fox traps. I'm like, uh, great, Grandpa, this is uh, you know that so.
2: Viking a buddy of mine years ago went in the in the 60s or maybe it was, yeah, 60s, we, we all got snowmobiles in our neighborhood, and one of our friends got a Viking, and we all laughed at him because everybody else had Skidoo and Polaris. Maybe it was early 70s. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Viking, that's the last time I heard, heard, heard of that brand again. But for that fox trapping, though, you got to be pretty much sent free and everything to get those things, so he must have been pretty good.
10: Yeah, so he was actually written up in like a Field and Stream type magazine back in the day, and he would set up Half a Cow do the whole thing set up all the traps if, he, if one tear drops from his from him while he was doing it in the minus 30 winch he would he would take everything apart and reset up somewhere else like he was he had it down to a science so you're right it's interesting you know like i i remember reading the article that he had it was like about a five page spread on just him and his techniques of fox trapping it was really interesting
5: well, Troy, this has been an interesting talk. Maybe somebody will, you know, take you up on going out to Devil's Lake.
2: You ought to go online. Mm-hmm. There's places you can get old magazine articles online. Old magazines. You ought to go online and see if you can find one of those magazines with the article about your grandpa. Yeah, I really? Do that? Yeah.
10: Yeah. So anyway, those pictures I was sent you were all North Dakota pictures. You saw Buster with your flip phones. Yeah, I
2: just, <laughs> I just can't. I just can't. I just can't see and, and see any yeah. of them. Yeah.
5: Oh, okay. all right. Anyway,
2: guys, good talk. All right. Yeah, Take good talking to you,
5: Troy. Thanks a lot. Hey, bye. Okay, bye now. Uh, who else you got on the line there?
8: Uh, Bob on the south side. Okay. Bob on the south side. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. I was just wondering if you
7: guys had heard at all that um, this Lenten season there's going to be a big-time shortage on perch. Um, it's going to go way up in price because the uh, uh, regulations in Canada – or commercial fish in the perch are uh, cut way back. And they also said that um, it's such a trophy fishing place for walleye that the walleye are also eating all the perch.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did and hear that there was going to be, I think we talked about that a while back about well, perch. Are uh, we talking
2: about perch that you get at a fish fry restaurant or do right, they have places right. where you can buy perch? Both. Uh, Both. They do. Both,
5: Yeah. And yeah, and I agree, but you know what it doesn't bother me because uh I, I you know I don't like the perch at perch fry you know like if you go to a fish fry and they have perch because okay. they number two for two reasons number one they leave the skin on which I don't care for and number two there's these tiny little bones that are in it uh, every darn time with that and walleyes, too whereas with haddock and cod you don't get it so I so <laughs> that's why I like... preferred the ocean fish. Yeah,
2: right. Or filleting the perch and fixing or it yourself it and myself. skinning it yourself. Yep,
5: yep, doing it myself. Because I can't tell you, I, I, I've i never had a bad perch or bluegill, never.
2: I'll tell you what, the best place for a fish fry uh, on Fridays, go up to uh, Luxembourg, Casco, and go to the Village Kitchen. Mm-hmm. And they've got perch, they've got pike, they've got cod, They've got uh, the salmon and uh, Mm -hmm. whatever with the uh, what what do you call the salmon with the peas and all that stuff. uh, What do you call it? Uh, Dinner. Yeah, dinner. (laughs) Peas and the cream on it. um, Whatever. And that's the and and for like ten bucks you get this huge
5: plate. Yeah. Last week uh, we were at uh, a VFW for their fish fry. Yeah. It was good. Yeah.
7: Have you guys also talked about at all about? regulations with them not wanting uh to let you put a pier in the water this year
2: well i've heard the advertise the uh, commercials now and tom uh uh john used to john layman used to talk about this years ago i haven't really followed the issue but they're putting a bunch of ads on on the radio now tom where they're talking about, I used to fish on the pier with my grandfather in front of our place, and now they're saying we can't do that. So it sounds like they're maybe putting some regulations out there as far as people having piers. Now, because the water itself is public, right? The water is right. supposed to be public, so right. sounds like maybe they're not supposed to put piers over it anymore. I remember John Lehman told me this years ago, I don't know if this is true, but he said by law, somebody's got a pier, you could actually jump out of your boat and get on it, and being as you're over public water, technically they can't say anything about it. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. Um, I get that, I get nervous if I put a, a, a bait on someone's pier. I try and get up and get it off real quick and yeah, not yeah. bother people. Right, yeah.
7: Well, they're talking about uh, calling your legislator for it, so...
2: Yeah, I We're guess. We're going to have to check into that. Check into that. That's... Now, my personal opinion is this. If somebody's got land, they should be able to put a pier so they can put their boat there. Yeah,
5: exactly. Right. On,
2: on the other hand, some people put a pier that looks like it's uh, the Lake <laughs> Michigan pier in front of their place, in front of their mansion. Yeah. That, I think, and, and put five pontoon boats, three speed boats, and this and that. Yeah. And if you get anywhere near a pier, they don't even, yeah. So I think you got to have a happy medium on that.
5: Exactly. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll look it up. Maybe you can look it up too, and then uh, we'll confer about this late, later on. All right.
2: Thank you, guys. All right. Take thanks care, for Bob.
5: calling, Bob. Bye now. Yep.
2: All right. Well, you're hey, right. guess what? Is it it's, time for another yeah, break? Yeah, it's
5: time for a break. Time flies. I'm telling you, Time when flies we're when you're stuff. having fun. That's right. So we got to go to a quick, quick break, folks. And don't forget, you can catch us on AM or FM. 1250 a.m. or 105.7 f.m. This is the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors.
2: All right. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. That's more like it, Sam. You know, one of the best versions was the uh, the uh, MTV video where they did it with uh, Run DMC. Oh, I haven't seen that. You've never seen it? No, I should, though. Oh, it's, it's great. It was it's kinda, like right up my alley. It's kind of like, uh, well, you know, Stephen Tyler, he went through a time when they didn't even have a band anymore. He yeah. was into heroin. He got addicted and he was almost broken penniless i think and then uh then he got himself cleaned up and he came back and that was kind of like uh when the, i think it was in about the no, mid 90s oh yeah it's yeah. really cool all yeah. right video where they're both s- singing a song anyway um where were we tom were you on some sub- subject i I, we-
5: I don't know i think well, i don't know what the hell we were talking no. about no we were, we're just taking what?
2: calls we're just
5: taking calls, 799-1250. Oh,
2: we're just taking calls. Hunting, yeah. fishing
5: reports. Yeah, whatever you want to talk whatever about. Whatever you want.
2: Uh, I've Wait, heard... You know- oh, go ahead. I've heard, you know, as far as the fisheries out here, Pewaukee, uh, typically uh, most weekends I hear of a 34-inch pike. I think a, a kid got a 34-inch pike last mm-hmm. week and won the fishery uh, <clears throat> out there. I'm, that's why I'm... Ho- so they're getting some decent ones on tip-ups. That's why I'm uh, hoping to get out there today, get some shiners out there on Pewaukee and uh, see if I can win 50 bucks in a fishery. So, And now it's time to get out there and give it a shot. Um, yeah, so that's the fishing report I have. I haven't heard of any really big perch or crappies on Pewaukee. No, not really. Lately, not really. I know there are some present there, however.
5: Mm-hmm. There are, yeah, all these area lakes. See? There's always a few, you know, bigger ones of the different species. There always is. Different, yep but um, some of them are are noted for a lot of smaller fish, you know, and some lakes are noted for some, you know, for let's say more big fish. It just depends. Depends. Mhm. Right. So um But you know what I'd like to ask the audience? Yeah, I'd like, what would to, you ask like to ask the ask audience them? what their favorite fishing movie is. Fishing movies. Oh, well, we've done this one before. I know, we have. Uh, but first of all, we're going to take this caller. Who do you got there, Sam? Glenn and Colgate. Oh, hey, good morning, Glenn. Good morning. What's on your a, mind?
7: I got a question for you guys. With this high flooded
2: water, can yeah. that help the spawning or hurt it?
5: I don't think it'll hurt it. Okay. Not,
2: high, spawn, high water sh- helps spawning. Mm hmm. Because especially for species like uh, like pike, for example, now like Troy was just on the phone talking to us about Devil's Lake, South Dakota, and how it like doubled inside and so forth. One of the reasons why there was that pike explosion up there was with all that flooding that creates all kinds of backwater areas because pike like to get into the shallows, yep. into mm-hmm. like marshes and grass and mm-hmm. you know a foot of water and 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 spawn. In fact, in Green Bay. It's interesting, along the, uh, along the shore of Green Bay, if you go on that east uh, or west side, west shore, if you can go look in ditches, and they'll be in ditches, they'll go through culverts, there will be pike up in there, and sometimes they'll go miles up into a little trickle of water yeah. to find a place to spawn.
5: Yeah, and, and when it comes to spawning, uh, fish are going to spawn. Where, I mean, it might not be a preferable site, but they're going to spawn wherever they can. You know,
7: a chance of that drying up. So, Only
2: if the water recedes. Well, but yeah. bluegills no. <laughs> like the
7: shoreline, and they go with the rocks, you
2: know, the gills and the perch stuff. Yeah. Well, there's always a possibility. My dad uh, had a buddy years ago up by Okano, and it flooded there one spring, and then the water receded, and there were all kinds of pike in his front yard swimming around in puddles, and they could not get back <laughs> to the main lake. Yeah. Wow.
5: I'm yeah. sure it could happen, but uh, you know, with our high water now, yeah, that's not going to hurt anything. No, that's
2: you know. if anything, that should help.
5: Yeah.
7: Okay, that's all I need to know, guys. All,
5: all right. right. Take Thanks care, for man. calling. Bye Be now. Fine. But anyway, seven nine nine twelve fifty. What's your what's your favorite fishing movie? I, I know we've talked about this before, but it's just curious to see if anybody's actually uh, watched some of the ones that we talked about.
2: You know, there's not. Listen, There's not a lot of fishing movies out there. You, spe- know? you know what? Speaking of movies, I went I, I rented Joker this week. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. I wasn't impressed. No. I wasn't impressed. I I, I, I I don't know. I he uh it just seems like some mentally ill, sad situation raised, you know, trauma childhood, and now he's some crazy guy and goes and kills people. And I, I just Wasn't really impressed with the movie. I don't know why did it get all that the acclaim, Sam.
8: Well, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is just one of those like method actors, kind of like Christian Bale or uh, what's his name who did uh, There Will Be Blood, uh, Uh, Dave
2: Lewis. Yeah, that was a weird movie too, though.
8: I haven't seen that one, but I'm just saying, like actor-wise, like he's kind of one of those guys that just like puts himself in the role. So and, and, he had to like he had to like really slim down and stuff like that. He was it.
2: very skinny. It looked like he yeah. had that, like he was almost anorexic. Like he, yeah, you yeah. could tell that too.
8: So it was mainly because of that. And like it's a it's a Batman affiliated movie, so it's going to get a bunch of hype, anyways. If you know what I mean? Right. I so guess. I guess so. I I get it though. Why you don't like it? It's more of an artistic movie.
2: Yeah, I'm not into artistic movies. Yeah, or yeah me neither. Uh, it's not, it's not like you know performance. Oh, okay, yeah. I oh. guess they're getting more into the performance of the yeah. actor. than it's not like one they of those... are about a, a good story.
8: Yeah, it's not like one yeah. of those other you know like. Marvel.
2: I mean, I watched it, but yeah. after it was over, I was like, oh, you know what? Okay, I, that it's over now. I, I liked it. But you know what I heard
5: about, and I couldn't believe this. I mean, I I don't watch this show, but I I know what it is. It's the Wendy Williams show. And she's just got a talk show, you know, kind of like right. Oprah did and that. And uh, she was making fun of Joaquin Phillips' uh, hair lip. You mean she Joaquin was, Phoenix? I'm sorry, Joaquin Phoenix's hair lip. She was holding her finger up like this and then talking, making fun of his, you know, he had a surgery on his hair lip. I mean, how insensitive can you get?
2: You mean he had a cleft palate is the technical
5: yes, term for yes, that. Yes, yes, technical term, I never yes.
8: even... I didn't even know about that. I didn't even oh, yeah, notice. Yeah, it.
5: yeah, yeah. yeah. It, he's been, you know, he's been operated on. It's been fixed. You know, well, but I mean I'm the thing no, is she's making fun of it.
2: I'm no big fan of the guy cuz he uh, got up there during his awards and he started about he's an animal rights guy. Oh, yeah, I'm not a he fan of him either. He started getting all over that which part part of me makes me not want to go watch his movie or yeah, Brad exactly. or or Brad Pitts yep, for that too. for that matter, him up there spouting off like these yeah, guys know like something. That. I like who who's the
8: host of the that show? He was like, you know, just come up, get your award, get your award. Don't, don't oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's. Uh, he roasted them. He
2: did roast all of them, like, like, well, like Chris you guys. Rock? No, no, no. Um, oh, it's some one. like British guy. Yeah, okay. they had some guy. He kind of he got on and said, "We they don't want to hear about your politics." Yeah, right. They just get up, get your award, I, and and get off.
8: I
5: happened just to see part of it. My wife was watching some show where they were giving awards. I don't know which awards they were, but yeah, this Patricia Arquette is that her name? The one who does that show Medium, Arqu- one of the Arquette. Brothers, sisters, family. Our catchy does a show medium, but anyway, she's up there spouting her po- politics stuff, and it's like, oh, shut up! I know, I hate that stuff too. Who you got on the line? Nick Newbauer. Uh oh. Hey, Nick. Hey, Dad. How's it
0: going? Hey, Bushy. Hey, good
5: to see you, Nick. Good. Uh, are you? Aren't you fishing today?
0: No, I'm going tomorrow with uh, Chris, but I wanted to call. Oh, I that's right. Last
5: night. Yeah, that's uh, right. You went last night.
0: last night. Only went for about an hour and a half, and uh, I was on a seven feet of water on a weed line and i was slamming the crappies using the reason i'm calling is those beaver tails is
5: that right the ones that you just got the other day
0: yes really so they uh, were working yeah bushy. if you ever heard of these things it's an actual beaver tail that they cut in little strips yeah little strips yeah yeah they mimic like a waxworm or like a bug or something like that and uh these things are great so the whole thing with it is they're durable you can like catch 30 to 50 fish on each one, and apparently they release these oils in the water and stuff like that. I just like the action, and I don't have to change my bait ever.
2: Where do they sell those? At Sherpers,
5: Beaver tails. (laughs) You can buy them at Uh, Sherpers, or you can buy them online.
0: Yeah, you can buy them direct from the guy. His name is like Gullickson Bait Company. Oh,
5: I've heard of Gullickson, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're better off buying them at Sherpers because we sell them with a smile. And Tom
2: gets a big commission when you buy from him over there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just don't ask him to take a look at, look at a picture of your crappie. <laughs> but I
0: just want to let you know, yeah, they were biting last night, and uh, we'll we'll be going out tomorrow to try to catch,
2: you
5: know. Now, now watch that. it. You take your uh, older brother out, and you won't catch a damn thing. <laughs> I, know, I
2: know. Yeah, that's, that's uh, a good. Uh, do, you, do you jig those beaver tails then? Yeah, you
0: can jig them up and down. and if, So what I do is I cut them one more time long way so it gets even a little bit thinner and there's Split. even more action. There's more of a whip on the tail. Okay. And uh, even when you're just sitting there and just breathing and just trying to hold as still as you can, there's still this really nice. subtle, awesome-looking action on these things. And and the more they get wet and the more they're in the water, there's even, it gets more and more lively-like. And I love these things. I used them the last two weekends, and they outfished. Just as good or better than waxworms.
2: It sounds like it's the one time when your Parkinson's might come in handy when you're trying <laughs> yeah. to uh, work those. You're right. <laughs> yeah, jiggle those well, things.
0: Now, hey, did, windy out.
2: did you set yeah. any tip-ups
5: up for Pike?
0: Last night? No, no. no. I, oh, we had minnows out uh, just on a jig rod right next to us. We're catching the crappies on minnows, on this beaver tail, and um, my father-in-law was out there, too, and he was catching on waxworms.
4: Oh,
5: he didn't want to use but, a beaver tail.
0: <laughs> no, he didn't. Uh, he didn't put one on. Oh, so.
5: Okay, but it seemed that you know we were talking earlier about how if if you're in the if you're in the area where you're seeing fish, don't always leave it because eventually, hopefully, they're going to turn on. Like what happened so to you last week, you know.
0: Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yesterday there was little feeding windows. They just come in these little schools. where often for 15 minutes. We're in about seven feet of water. And these crappies would come in, and they're suspended at like two feet down, three feet down. And they, because I had my vexilar on, you can see these marks come in. And every time you saw a mark come in in that depth range, they were aggressive. They would hit it, boom, boom, boom. Everything on the bottom was smaller bluegills and things like that. But you just sat there and waited, and all of a sudden those schools would come in, and we'd hammer them. Yeah. Wow.
5: Well, that's great. Um, I guess there'll be a fish fry at your house soon.
2: So I guess yeah. I guess your dad's <laughs> going to give me some beaver tails as my birthday present in a month or so here. You
0: should. I I think they're great, especially now in the summertime. I fish out of a kayak a lot, and I hate bring. i don't hate, but sometimes bringing live bait like worms and leeches just gets a
2: pain in the kayak. Yep. I can
0: throw one of those on in the spring, and I don't have to worry about it.
2: That and some mini mites. You're good to go, Nick. Yep, you are right. That's right. All right, well, thanks for calling,
5: Nick, and I'll see you in a little while.
2: Sounds great. Take it easy, guys. All right,
5: All right. take care. I know. Yeah, so uh, we got to go to a uh, break right now. Uh, hope people take some good advice. Try those uh, beaver tails out. They work good. And like Nick said, you don't have to keep putting on the live bait constantly, which is that's one of the reasons I like the, the, the cubby mini mites. You don't have to keep baiting. You know, I'm a constantly. member
2: of the Save the Beaver Foundation. I don't like <laughs> the fact that we're using those beavers. Yeah, I'm sure the cleavers
5: don't care for it either. We got to go to a commercial break right now. <laughs> we'll see you in just Save a couple the of minutes. Kill yes. a beaver. No, we don't want to do
2: oh, okay. that. Okay, <laughs> Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. I'm Dan Bush. Hey, uh, I want to thank all our listeners out there. We always like to uh, thank the police officers out there protecting us, the uh, first responders, uh, health care workers, military, everybody out there working hard. The guy stocking the shelves at the grocery store. We get a lot of great Americans out there working hard to keep this country great.
5: You know, you just reminded me of something that I should probably tell people is that Over at any of the Sherper stores in Hale's Corners, Oconomowoc, uh, Port Washington, if you're uh, a veteran, just show them uh, your driver's license that says veteran on it. You get a 10% discount. You're a cop, you get a 10% discount. You're a firefighter, you get a 10% discount. You're in the military right now, you get a 10% discount. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. They appreciate uh, all the people out there. Uh, yeah, that's it's it it very nice. You don't find other stores doing stuff. You like know, that. You know,
2: going back to what you were talking about before about Wendy yeah. Williams talking oh, yeah. about the guy's hair lip. Yeah, can you imagine if some with some guy criticizing some woman's looks in oh, some way? Oh my god, it would have been hell to pay for. So yeah. well, yeah. she is paying hell for it right oh, now. Oh, she anyway. getting ripped on it. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. that's good. So hey, we got him on the line. Who we got? Hey, Tim. Who is this? Hello. Hey, Tim. Hi, it's Tim. your. It it's Yo, it, yeah. it's my brother Tim, Tom. Oh, brother Tim. Hey, so listen there, buddy. I don't want to keep you on the line too long because I figure you're trying to spear a sturgeon right now.
9: Well, I'll tell you that was a plan, but I'm getting more like you. I'm losing motivation what? as I get older. You're on the couch? I... You're in bed yet? <laughs> what? You gotta be kidding me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh,
5: I'm disappointed. And you Tim. went out
2: and cut a hole last
9: night? At least that's yeah, what Laurie well... said. Well, you can't drive on the lake, right? And I I, uh, I have an ATV, but I the trailer is buried in the backyard. So I walked out, and I didn't realize there's quite a bit of snow on the ice right now. And I walked out about three-quarters of a mile. I figured this is far enough. And I had my chainsaw, figured screw it, and uh, cut the hole. And I, I dropped the tape measure down to see how deep it was. And I was looking for, I don't know, 8 or 10 feet, 12 feet, something like that. It's only four and a half feet. I had landed on a reef. I'm like, oh man. And and I guess you could get lucky the big pike swim under four and a half feet, but you didn't really expect the giant sturgeon to be in four and a half feet of water. And by then it was close to getting dark. I had to walk off the lake and went to a show with the wife, kept her happy. Last night we went, and went to see Miss Saigon in Appleton. So yeah, long story short, I aborted the plan. I, I didn't have time to cut another hole. I thought about getting up early this morning. I would have had to walk out there at least a mile, and my legs are still killing me from last night. I'm like, screw this. I'm gonna stay in bed. So, <laughs> so you, you know? went out, you
5: you
2: cut a hole, and then you came I home. Cut a hole.
5: You, you know, know, Tim, yeah, that la- Tim, that last comment you made, screw this. I'm staying home. <laughs> you're you're getting smart in your older age. <laughs>
9: <laughs> that's true. That's true. And I and, and I kept the wife happy. We were I didn't get home till about well, eleven o'clock. That's the other yeah. part of it. Well that's but my legs good. are still aching from yesterday.
2: So let me ask you, how is the sturgeon what's the story up there this season?
9: Ah, they're getting some fish. There's only about half the effort because the ice is shaky, only about half the number of shacks out there. So uh, the harvest is down. The water's kind of murky too. That's the other thing. It's hard to find clear water. There's still guys getting them. The diehards that move around and have a group of guys that get together and Did guys that are sitting out there every day and they're, you know, it's, take vacation for two weeks straight. Some of them are still getting sturgeon, but I'm kind of like you, turning into Mr. Casual. I live right here, so I got to get out there and give it a try. But the other thing going on right now is battle on Bago. Um, there's thousands of guys out there on snowmobiles, a big tent to set up. You can go online and check. They're giving away, I think it's like over a quarter, a million dollars worth of prizes, fish prizes, raffle prizes, all gun prizes, all sorts of prizes. So I bought $20 worth of raffle tickets, but I didn't, decided not to fish, but I talked to a nice guy. He saw me cutting a hole for the sturgeon last night. He came up and uh, I said, you fish in battle on Bago?" He said, yep. I said, how you How you guys doing? He said, uh, We found some walleyes, and he was only out a few hundred yards further from where I cut that hole, so they must have been off the end of the reef or something. And he didn't want to give me too much info because it's a big competition, this tournament and stuff. But I might go back with the GPS and <laughs> mark where these guys are fishing for future follow up years uh, for ice fishing because they're not that far out. It wouldn't yeah. be an easy spot to get to. But you, you know what, uh, Tim? Overall, they're not doing that great.
5: You know what, Tim? What would be great? That would be a great use for the drones to put up a drone oh, yeah. find all these spots where guys are fishing summer and winter you know both you know that would be wow what a great idea that's
2: yeah that's i got an idea for idea. that drone yeah. it's called number 6 <laughs> <Shot> number six. <laughs> 6 boom i can get bone up on yeah. my uh, I, I that's a great <laughs> yeah. idea for my pheasant yeah. shooting hey what's the biggest sturgeon that you've heard of
9: up there 141 pounds wow is the, is the biggest so far this year that's wow. everybody's dream to get one over 100 yeah wow yeah, last year,
5: yeah like, last year there was like, you imagine Last year there was like, what, 28 or 29. We read yeah. it on the show a few weeks ago. There's
2: was over 20, I think, yeah, that was, were over 100 yeah, pounds. Yeah. Biggest 170 or something.
9: Yeah. But, wow. Oh, yeah. 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 The, the lake record is just over 200. They netted one in the Wolf River in the spring up by the Shano Dam one year. They, it was like 231 pounds or something. Wow. There can you imagine yeah nice. anything over a hundred get it on the end of a rope and a spear that'd be adrenaline rush there's nothing more more boring it's the dumbest sport in the world it's 10 times more boring than sitting waiting for a deer because you're just staring down a hole for hours and it, it, you you start to go insane after a while, and that's why everybody drinks beer, of course. But that um, <laughs> brings back the when balance. A fish comes through. I, I've only speared one, and when a fish comes through, it's a, a, a five minute adrenaline rush, just fighting that mm-hmm. fish and bringing it in. And, it, then, uh, and yeah,
2: yeah. The Pewaukee guys, by the way, said to say hi. Remember that my buddies? We were up there a couple yeah. of years ago. We went yeah. to their shanty. Yeah, they 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 aren't up there this year, but they asked about you, so they said to say uh-huh. hey.
9: I almost called them to see because if they were out there in a shanty, I could just drive out there. I have the tag and the spear and stuff. Go hang out with those guys. I wondered. Uh, did Rooster they and minnow killer?
2: Yep. Did they? Uh, did they uh, um, close the upriver uh, ones? Is that? Did they? Did they have they hit their quota up there yet?
9: Um, nope. Actually, surprisingly, not. It's only the second year since they've had the separate upriver season that they haven't closed it early. Uh, the travel. Same deal, travel on the lake is restricted, and driving on Poygan right now, it's like driving through a plowed field, because there was slush on the ice, and everybody and his brother was out there driving around and made ruts, and then they froze, and it's, people are breaking their hitches and, you know, knocking their fillings out of their teeth just driving across the lake, you're going to wreck your truck if you drive out there, so that's the other problem, but... Um, they've been getting fish up there, but it, the, the travel is restricted, and they're getting some walleyes out there too. Battle on Bago is not just Winnebago; they can fish the upriver river lakes. Mm. Something new this year. There's been a, a previous years they complained about all the small walleyes. Guys were guys were bringing in 18 inch walleyes to register, hopefully to win a win a prize. Now they put a size limit on it. I believe it's they have like a slot. You can register a walleye between fourteen to eighteen, and then over twenty two. So they're protecting those prime spawners between 18 to 22 inches. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, so hopefully it's a good thing. Yeah, they don't want it, the tournaments raping the lake. And the other big talk on Winnebago right now, probably going to pass, they're talking about reducing the daily uh, bag limit from five fish to, to three. Yeah, we were talking about
5: that out. earlier, and they're going to, I think, start that with the start of the new season, starting April 1st. Yeah. I, 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 we've yep. been hearing a lot about that, and... uh but I was yeah, going to say, I, uh, I watched John Gillespie's show last week, and they were catching a lot of nice perch on Winnebago, but they were in these sloughs and channels and that. You know you
9: about know, that? I watch that show. I watch that show. I've fished Winnebago for 30 years, and they claimed it was Oshkosh. And I'm looking, you know, trying to figure out where the heck are these guys fishing, looking at the background, the buildings mm-hmm. in the background. They're in some back channels. Yeah, little back channels, yeah. Yeah, and I, for the life of me, cannot figure out where those guys are. And I know every fishing spot around Winnebago, you know, within a 30-mile radius, so yeah. I don't know. They were they were off the grid somewhere, maybe on the east side of the lake I'm yeah. not, not as familiar with. Or
2: Yeah, that's possible. I don't know. Maybe Tex in the big rig, he's one of our listeners. Maybe Tex can can tell us, unless it was a Hornschwaggle. <laughs> uh, unless <laughs> it was a Hornschwaggle right. as far as the location. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tim... Yeah. Tim, just
5: make sure if you do go out, hold up that fish.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hold it up for the camera.
5: <laughs> I'm not going to get into that.
2: Do, <laughs> All right. We'll right. see you, All buddy. All right.
9: Have a great day. Good yep. talking yep. to take you, care.
5: Tim. Bye, Bye now. That's funny, Tim. Yeah, so yeah.
2: much for him shoot, getting We, getting we got to do a break a or a should we
5: take this caller first? Do a break first? Okay, we're going to go to a Put break. A break. The caller, hang on. We'll get to you right after it. It's only going to be a few minutes, so... uh this is the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors with Dan Bush and Tom Newbauer and Sam Schmitz on the phone. We'll be right back. The final countdown.
4: The final countdown.
5: Welcome back, folks. We're glad that you tuned us in today. and We hope you're still listening. We do have a special guest on the line. We've got Kevin in Maple Ridge. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning. How are you doing?
6: Oh, sick.
5: Oh, no, I'm sorry to hear that. Sick again, huh? You got a cold again or what?
6: Yeah, I'm coughing.
5: Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a shame. really
6: coughing like crazy. I hope I don't do it in your ear because...
5: Oh, if you do, we're going to hang up on you.
6: Oh, don't do that. <laughs> uh, well. How do I sound?
5: Uh, you sound like you don't feel good.
6: Oh. Anyway, uh, anyway, you guys, uh, how do you prepare muskie?
5: Same way you prepare any other fish. You Either fry baked. them or what? You, you can fry them. You can bake them. You can broil them. You can do whatever you want, just like other fish. It's just a fish.
6: You can't bread them?
5: Sure. You can bread them and fry them, sure. Oh yeah, just like I said, just like any other fish.
6: You know, my favorite fish, uh, guys, is uh, Canadian walleye.
5: Just the Canadian ones. Yes. Well, not the Wisconsin walleyes. No. You don't why? What's the matter with Wisconsin walleyes? Well,
6: my dad used to uh, make them. Yeah. Yeah.
5: And you didn't? He didn't make them good enough for you? Yeah, he did. Oh, see, well. I don't know why you're knocking on the Wisconsin walleyes. Oh
6: no no no! I I love the Wisconsin walleyes, but uh, oh,
5: but you just said you love the Canadian ones better. Hey, that's
6: yeah, okay. Yeah, I like I Canadian ones hey, better too.
2: I love both. Uh, all right, British. good. I'm glad. Kind of like Me a too. Father loves both his children. Tom. That's right. I and love them both. Even. I like them
5: both too. Right. I like right. them both. I yeah, like hey, Kevin listen. too.
6: Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, you guys. If you can. If you can give me a cure for my cold, I'd
2: appreciate it. Well, okay, lots of rest, lots of drink, lots of fluids, and that's all I got there, Kevin. Sorry. If if okay. you would to ask
5: me this, just as you were getting the cold, I could have helped you.
2: Tom was yeah. Tom was throwing yeah. up last week. He couldn't come to the show. It was me all by myself. Yeah. yeah. Oh really? Yeah. It's just me and Sam. All of a sudden, yeah. we had to like scramble. We had to scramble the jets and get ready. We. You didn't know what was going on. All of a sudden, it was just yep.
5: I here here here's the here's the, some, a cure that will shorten your cold. If not, it'll never start. As soon, yeah. Kevin, as soon as you feel that tickle in the back of your throat or in your sinus, you feel it. You just as soon as you start feeling it, you got to take a double dose of uh, zinc, oh, zinc, B12, and C vitamin. Zinc, B12, and vitamin C. You do a double wow. dose in the morning and in the evening. You do that for like three days, and that cold will either never show up, or if you do get it, it only lasts a couple days. I'm serious; oh, I'll it does have... work.
2: Yeah. I have to talk to the nurses about that. Yeah, yeah. Talk to the nurses. Yeah, talk to the
5: nurses. Well,
6: thank you, folks. Uh, All right, Kev. All right, Kev. I sound sick. But...
2: Yeah, well, yeah. Well, we hope you feel Next much better. Time we talk. Hope you're feeling better, buddy.
5: Thanks. All right. All see right you take Kevin. care, Kevin. Bye now. Um,
2: hey, I got to announce something, Tom. Yeah. Before I forget. Anybody out there who I've ever emailed, I no longer have your email address. You didn't do what I did. Including you, Tom. You didn't do it. I got to no, send you a new one? Yes. I need everybody to send me an email. Because what happened was, you know, Windows uh, 7 was no longer supported. And right. You, got the, uh, window, you have to have Windows 10. Right. And I've had my system for five years, and uh, I called the guy, and he said he could come on out and just set me up with a whole new system. Mm-hmm. And I got to put in a plug in for Chris. He's at the uh, WIPC Wizardry. And he had a place right on the corner in Pewaukee, and he had a ton of business. People always going in there, and it was great because I could walk over there, and you could bring your computer, Mm -hmm. anything you needed. In fact, like when I needed a new monitor, I went over there, and he happened to have a a used monitor he sold me for really, it's a beautiful big monitor for, Mm -hmm. I mean, a great deal. So anyway, he, uh, he no longer has the place right there on the corner. But he's still in business and he will come out to your place. Oh, that's and, nice. And, yeah. and do it right there. So he came out and he set up a great system for me. I got all the deluxe Windows 10, everything's all set up. So I'm good for another. But how
5: did you lose everything?
2: Well, he saved my pictures and my documents, but apparently um, he, he can't save the email. When you when you switch, it's I don't know, it's oh, something y- y- so like, I so yeah. my email addresses, in yeah, other the words, the contacts, the contacts, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. If I'd known it in advance, I probably would have done a screenshot and printed yeah. those all off, yeah. but I thought he'd be able to save those, yeah. so anyway, I need all my friends to send me their email and then I can somehow highlight it and save it into my uh, but I put in a word if you need any computer work done. Uh, if you got some old unsupported system, Windows uh, 10 is, uh, you got to upgrade, and the old stuff not supported. Call Chris at PC Wizardry. Uh, it's 262 two six two six nine five zero five zero five. He's a computer wizard. He'll come right out to your place and he'll set you up.
5: That's awesome. That's great. You got somebody on the line?
2: Yes, sir. Ron in Sussex. Oh,
5: Mr. Heidenreich, how you doing?
1: Hey, good morning,
8: guys. What's hey, up? What's up, Ron?
1: Uh, not much. I, there's a couple of topics you guys talked about, and I had maybe a little uh, help with it. Uh, somebody was asking where you can get the beaver tails, and and you know I know. Yes, yeah, at yeah. Dick Smith is going to have them. Oh yeah,
5: I'm sure they'll
2: have them. That's for they've sure. got everything.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, we called <laughs> them do.
2: last week and got a do. got a fishing report out there. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I remember, Troy was talking about the the perching on on uh, on Devil's Lake in North Dakota, and if and I think Dan, I think you asked if they've been out there all along, and uh, I was out there in the early 80s, and it was before the lake started to grow. Mm-hmm. And there were so many perch in the lake, there was no bag limit and no possession limit on them. Really? Yeah.
5: And were they big like
2: they are now?
1: Yeah, I got yeah. one on the wall that was uh, weighed on a delicatessen scale at 115.
2: Wow. Almost a two-pound perch. Those yeah. are That's yeah. a killer
1: so they, you know, the the population is probably a little bit smaller now because they do have bag and possession limits. But it's mm-hmm. a great a great destination.
5: Yeah, I know. I uh, it's a guy I know. He 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 would go out there so much. He eventually bought a cottage. Yeah,
1: I know uh, who you're talking. Uh, about, yeah, he yeah. bought a cottage out
5: there. Now I don't know if he's still using it or not because he's you know,
1: that particular person actually now is suffering from dementia. So is
5: that right? I did not know that because I haven't talked to him in a while. Yeah, my I, wife.
1: My Wife is aware of them, so
5: okay. Oh, that's so. a shame.
1: Anything. Oh, one, one other thing though, uh, and you guys might find this interesting as uh, from what it looks like starting April 1st, the new fishing year, there's going to be a catch and release season year round for large and smallmouth bass.
5: Oh, did they they're gonna do that?
1: Yeah, it's the catch and keep seasons are going to be the same as before, but the, there'll, right, there'll be a catch and release starting year round, year round.
5: Oh, but now, uh in in the winter time, you can keep bass. Are are they changing that?
1: No, no. The, the the catch and keep seasons are the same as before. Okay. I think the catch and keep on uh, ends around the middle of March.
5: Right. It's it's yeah in March when yeah.
1: Right, but the catch and release is year round. So
5: in April, when we're out there, we can do a little bass fishing as long as we throw them back. Exactly. So yeah. that's that's about time.
1: Yeah. About time. So. Just thought you might like in the that. All right. Well, thanks, right, Ron. Ron. We'll t- appreciate
5: it. All right. Talk All right. to you, better I'll better. Talk to care, you later. I'll talk to you later. Bye now. Yeah, as a matter of fact, if Ron's still listening, you're going to be calling him, eh? <laughs> you said yeah, you are going to call him. I got to call him, talk too. Talk to him for a yeah. little
2: bit at some point there. So. Yeah, I got to call him, too.
5: Wow. This has been, you know, the time goes so fast. People always say about how, how fast this two-hour goes. But to tell you the truth, I don't know if I'd want to do a three-hour show.
2: <laughs> no, we're just getting warmed up, buddy.
5: Is that right? Yeah. yeah. How come this damn computer ain't working? I'm sitting here hitting buttons, and there we go.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh well, I'm. You know what kind of pictures I like to see of fish? My grandkids holding them. My son Nick sent me. Say he had his kids out fishing a couple weeks ago. Ice. The kids love ice fishing. Right. And his seven-year-old daughter, she she can bait her hook. She she catches the fish. She she knows how to do it all. She'll lift up the fish. She'll take him off the hook and say, "Dad." Is this big enough?
2: So, so there you go, Tom. Yeah, I'll You're watch, saying I'll look at he theirs. wants to look a picture because it's your grandkids, that's right? damn right, You think buddy. I want to see a picture right. of your grandkids holding oh, I, a fish? I, I don't care. No, if, I'll I pretend I like it. I, oh, hey, yeah, I, that's I don't, nice. Don't you sound Tommy. Oh, she's hey, a little cute. I don't I care if you want to see him or not. No, but as long you'll be showing them to people there, Grandpa. If I doesn't want to look at right. other people's stuff. That's stop, damn it's all about right. Me. It's
5: got to be it's my, all about my, grandkids, me, yes. my my my, And me. I don't care if you want to see him or not.
8: Okay. Do, I, do I have to separate you guys?
2: <laughs> we're both the good thing Sam is, we're both too old to get up and like my brother was talking, hard to walk through that snow. There's too much uh, distance for us to really make the yeah. difference up to to be throwing blows. So. Yes, right. too much effort, so. All right, that's all All I got. That's me too, Danny. To
9: all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone.
2: Hey, look at this picture of Crappie on my cell phone. (laughs) You've been listening to Skipper Bud's Cutting Edge Outdoors. We'll talk to you all next week, my friends.